gentlemen welcome to the time out with josh podcast uh i have been out uh sick uh for the last uh you know week and a half or so and uh and i have missed you guys i have fucking missed y'all that is for sure so uh before we dive in to this majestical podcast that we have going for today this is a podcast that was requested by, uh, actually a few of y'all, a few of you listeners, um, actually have requested this podcast. So we're going to go along with that request today and we're, and we're going to, we're going to talk about it, but before we do, let's talk about those sponsorship opportunities here at timeout with Josh. So if you are looking to promote your product, your services, your business, Definitely hit me up on Time Out with Josh on Instagram. Shoot us a message and we will talk to you. Our rates um, are are super reasonable. Um, we are uh, we want to help promote your business and uh, and we greatly appreciate you helping to keep us on the air. And just like everybody else did um, that message the hell out of me about this. I had probably at least 75 messages in my inbox asking about this subject that we're going to talk about today. Uh, you can definitely shoot us a message. Shoot us a message on Time Out with Josh on Instagram. Let us know what you want to uh, to hear me talk about. Um, it's just, uh, you know, it's one of those things like, uh, you guys are the listeners and, and I want to talk about things you guys want to listen to just as much as I want to talk about the stuff that I want to talk about. So having said that, let's go ahead and fucking dive right into this. So the subject that was brought up and I'm, I'm going to be drinking my coffee here cause you know, it's morning time and it's time for me to drink some coffee um smashing some black rifle right now some black rifle coffee ak-47 espresso keeping those uh those wheels turning so what i was asked to talk about was relationship related um it, it was kind of the messages that i got i got messages like you know why is dating so shitty um, what's the deal with dating? What's the problem with it? Why, why is it such a struggle? The, uh, the other, uh, the other one was, um, how in the world do you make long distance work? Uh, those were kind of the two big questions that were put out there. And, um, that's what we're going to go with. That's what we're going to talk about today. So within that, uh, the, the breakdown of why is dating so shitty question, um, uh, was brought up mostly as it was kind of ironic. If you look at the age group that brought it up, it's the age group that's, you know, in their mid to late thirties. And they were asking why is dating so shitty? You know, first of all, I will, I will tell you this, you know, I got to a point in my life where I was done 
I was done with dating bad relationship after bad relationship, um, divorces, uh, you know, just toxic relationships on both ends. You know, I was not learning from my mistakes. I was trying to hang on to relationships that sucked, um, et cetera. And I just got to a point where I finally said, you know what, I'm going to be okay with being single. Um, you know, there's a difference between being alone and being lonely, right? And if you are truly happy and if you're enjoying life, you will have times when you might feel lonely. But those are times when you feel those uh, those gaps with happiness and with a hobby and things that you like to do for fun, um, etc. You know, like that's what you feel. Um, being alone does not necessarily mean lonely. You know, you go out, you have fun, you do your own hobbies, you you create memories for yourself and you go out there and you have fun. You know, I literally told people that I was, <laughs> I got to a point where I was mentally, I, I, I was right there. I was just going to be like, you know what? I'm going to James Bond this. I am going to be James Bond. I am going to go out. I am going to occasionally solve a world crime and I'm going to have martinis. In my case, I was going to drink bourbon. I am going to sleep around with pretty ladies and just do my thing. That's all I'm going to do. And I was perfectly fine with that. Perfectly fine with that. And the reason I was is because I got truly happy with who I was as a person. I got truly okay with who I was as a person. Now we all grow, we all improve, we all change in life and we come become better and we do things, um, you know, to, to improve who we are as a person. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I wasn't going to improve. I, I literally had gotten to a point where I said, I don't care about trying to be in a relationship with someone I'm going to be in a relationship with myself. I'm going to date myself. I'm going to go fishing when I want to. I want to go on a trip. I'm going to go. I want to sit down in my living room and put together Legos while watching a movie. I can do that. I don't have to answer to someone. I don't have to go and do something to try to please someone else. And when I say that, guys, bear with me for a second when I say this, okay? Bear with me here. I'm not saying that relationships are like that. I am in a relationship that is not like that. I don't have to answer to someone. I'm not trying to please them or anything like that. What I'm saying is, is so many people are broken and so many people are damaged that when they get into a relationship with someone that is healthy, that they, they sap all the energy out of that person. They suck all the energy out of that person. Because they are the ones that's demanding that they be entertained, that they be taken care of, that they be, you know, all these other things that, and, and they, they want to keep tabs on their person and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong, y'all. I am not perfect. I was that person myself, but I moved past that. I moved to a point where I said, you know what? I am me. This is me. I'm Josh. I'm this guy. This is what I like. This is what I love. This is what I stand for. This is what I believe in. This is what I enjoy. And this is who I am. This is me. If you don't like it, 
move the fuck on. I, it's no skin off my nose. It's fine. I am not everybody's cup of tea, just like you are not everybody's cup of tea. But don't sit there and try to mold me and manipulate me and squeeze me and push me and prod me to be what you want me to be. I am me. Just accept me for who I am. And that's where I got. I I cut people out of my life. I cut supposed friends out of my life. I cut people that um, were using me out of my life. I cut people that were were, um, weight. They were negative weight in my life. I cut them out. I cut them out. And some of them I cut out. It hurt to cut them out because I had strong relationships with them. But they weren't good for me. Others that I cut out, I literally could have cared less. They were gone. No skin off my nose. But that's where I had gotten to prior to getting into the relationship that I'm in now. So the question is, why is dating in the 21st century so fucking hard? And it's it. it I, I think there's a lot of things that, that play into it, y'all. I think there's a lot of things that play into it. One of the big things that I think plays into it is that we have these dating apps, right? We have plenty of fish and Tinder and, and Grinder and um, you know uh, Adult Friend Finder and Bumble and I mean the list goes on. Hinge. I mean we see them on TV, we see them advertised on the internet. They're all up in our faces. You have Facebook dating. Right. I mean, that's even one. So you have these apps and the premise, the idea behind those apps is you go into the mindset of going, I am going on dates. I am going to go on a date. I am going to date this person. I am going to go on a date. I'm going to go out to eat. I'm going to go to an event or something like that. And I'm going to meet this person with the intent of being in a relationship with them. Mind you, I have never talked to them in my life before, for the most part. Granted, you may come across somebody that you know, but for the most part, I've never talked to them or the minimal contact that I've had with them has been through social media apps, Tinder, Grindr, TikTok, Facebook, whatever the case may be, right? But the mindset of going into it is the problem. The mindset of I am looking for a human to date is the problem. We need to take a step back. We need to take a step back, y'all. And we need to grab a little part of history. And we need to pull it back into the 21st century. If we want to have solid relationships, we need to do that. And that is to be friends first. Get to know the person. Get to know who they are. Get to know what they're about before you even start dating. The reason I say that is this, when you have the mindset of dating, you're walking into the relationship with a preconceived notion and an expectation that you are going to continue this relationship on. Now, you may say to me, Josh, whoa, I go on these dates and I don't expect a second date unless it goes great. Good for you. But that's not what you're doing from the very get-go. Before you even go on that date, you're already saying, I'm investing myself in a relationship or an attempt at a relationship that's deeper than a friendship. A friendship has no expectations, guys. And the, the expectation in a friendship 
should never exist. When I became friends with my fiance, with Alyssa, and we just started talking, it was like, dude, we're just chatting. We just got along. We had conversations. I didn't expect anything from her. She didn't expect anything from me. She wasn't looking for anyone. I wasn't looking for anyone. She had gotten out of a relationship with a person that was a a long-term relationship, and she wasn't looking for anyone. I was, as I told you guys, in the place mentally where I was. And neither one of us were sitting there going, hey, I wonder if we could get in a relationship with somebody else. No. We literally were just talking. We were friends. Our fr- Hell, our first conversation was about five hours long through Snapchat. We were just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Woke up the next day and both of us, separately of each other, had the mindset of, oh, I like talking to that person. I wonder what they're up to today. And we continue the conversation. Now, granted, that's during COVID. That's, that's you know, in, in 2020, the beginning of 2020. And we were forced to have a conversation. We were forced to communicate to each other. And we just talked. And literally, it came down to, um, you know, a, a, gosh, it was about two months later. I was kind of like, uh, well, we have a problem here, Houston. I, I, have, I have feelings. And, and I, I don't understand this. I wasn't looking for this. I turned this part of me off. What the hell? And I expressed it to her. I was like, hey, so um, basically, yeah, I have feelings for you. And she was like, yeah, so do I. And I was like, so, and then we continued the conversation. And to having a deeper relationship with each other. But the thing is, guys, we started our relationship as friends. We didn't go on a dating app. She wasn't on TikTok looking for anyone. I wasn't on TikTok looking for anyone. I literally was making videos and in fact was having this very conversation on a live that she got into and why dating in the 21st century is a nightmare right now. So There was no preconceived notion. There was no expectation. There was no looking at the other person going, I intend on talking to you with the desire, want, whatever you want to call it, to date you. We need to take a step back and slow down, y'all, with the dating. When I say slow down with the dating, I'm talking slow it down. Kill the social media aspect out of it in the sense of high-speed McDonald's-type mindset where it's have it fast, have it now, let's go, let's go, let's go, and instead become a friend, get to know them, and then go, you know what? Um, Now that I've built this foundation of knowledge about you as a person, I would like to date you. Would you like to date me? Versus, hey, let's date oh shit, I don't like that about you. And oh shit, I don't like this about you. And you know what? We're going to have to break up. We're going to waste a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of emotional effort, a lot of effort in general to go out on dates with each other and five days from now figure out that I don't like you and I've just wasted five weeks of my life getting to know someone that has cost me emotionally and, and physically more than I should have paid. 
What it allows us to do by becoming friends with that person is allows us to gauge their emotional engagement. It allows us to engage mentally where they stand, emotionally where they stand, hell, politically, religiously, physically, all those aspects. We, we get to know them and then we go, hey, because I know you, I like you and I want to date you and then I want to get engaged to you and I want to get married to you. It's a natural progression. Yet what we do now is I'm going to go on a dating app and let me date you and then get to know you and then I will see if I want to continue on to a deeper relationship. It, the first part of it, the very foundational aspect of the relationship itself is being built on sand. It's not being built in a progression that's healthy. We're dating and then getting to know versus getting to know and then dating. Bear with me, guys. I'm not saying that you shouldn't hang out with that person. But you know what? Hang out in a group dynamic. Hang out in a group dynamic. Hang out with a bunch of friends. See how that person interacts with other people. See how they interact with your friends. See how they interact in social settings with a bunch of other people. Keep it super casual. We're just friends, right? We're chilling. We're hanging out. We're having fun. We're getting to know each other. The problem that we also have in this, in this world is that we are not healing from hurts. We are jumping from one relationship to another. And I will attest to that. I am one of those people. I did that. We're jumping from one relationship to the next without healing from the hurt of that prior relationship. We're jumping one to the other. We're not taking time to settle our heart, to settle our mind. Guys, no matter what kind of depth you have with a relationship with a person on the romantic level, whether it's been weeks, months, or years, it's been dating, engagement, or marriage. Whenever you break up with that person, a part of your heart goes with them because you have given a portion of your heart to them. And as you get further and further and further into a relationship, the more and the more and the more of, of your heart you are giving to them. So the more serious the relationship, the deeper the pain is because when they leave or you leave them, your heart, part of your heart is still there. Either a small part or a large part is still with them. And just like with it, a death of a loved one or a friend, you have to go through that grieving process because you, a part of you just died a part of you just left. A part of you is gone. Yet what we do is we get into this stupid fucking mindset like we do if we're going shopping. Oh, I feel down. I'm feeling depressed. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to go shopping and I'm going to give myself temporary happiness. I'm going to boost my endorphins temporarily and then I'm going to move on. That's what this serial dating is. It's like one right after another, after another, after another. It's like boom, 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 boom. Like a machine gun of I'm not getting over my past hurt and I'm going to move on to the next one. And then when you do that, when you do that, you all you are doing is carrying the past hurt into the new relationship and you're setting the new relationship up from for failure right off the fucking bat. 
You're walking in with an F on that paper. You are walking in with a grade of an F on that paper because what you're doing is you're pulling the past hurts, past relationships, past everything right into that relationship. And if you have, let's say your relationship one, that's what happens. You go to relationship two, it happens again. Relationship three, it happens again. By the time you get to relationship six, you're bringing relationship one through five, all the hurt, all the pain, all the emotional damage, all the fucking preconceived notions, you're bringing them all right into relationship six and you are going to absolutely destroy that person in relationship six just as much as they will you if they're doing the same thing. But what we have to realize is there's a difference between broken and damaged. If you continue to go down that path, that self-destructive path, you are broken. Damaged is where you are fixing yourself. And it is okay to be damaged. Hell, I, I, I mean, when I talk about it with some of my clients and whatnot like that, is it's like that Japanese art where they take a broken piece of pottery and then they start gluing it together with gold glue and it becomes incredibly valuable and beautiful. That is damaged and it is repaired and it's made whole versus broken, which is still in pieces. And we walk into relationships fucking broken day after day after day. And we wonder why they're failing, y'all. We wonder why. We're not taking time to heal. We're not taking time to be single. We're not taking time to be alone. We're not taking time to love ourselves. A person that loves themselves, if they get in a relationship with a person that's broken, is building a foundation filled with cracks. A person that is broken getting a relationship that a person that is broken is building a foundation on sand and is crumbling. But a person that is damaged and working to make themselves whole and to heal and a person that truly loves themselves and has that self-esteem and loves who they are as a person and embraces who they are and accepts, this is me. This is who I am and I want to be better, but this is me. I'm damaged, but I'm beautiful. And I love me. When they get in a relationship with another person, they embrace each other's cracks. They embrace each other's damaged cracks and they see each other for those. They say, yeah, I see what you've been through. Yeah, I understand what you've been through, but look how you've healed. And I embrace that and I love everything about you and I accept you and I'm not going to sit here and get into a relationship with you and try to change who you are. I accept who you are and I love who you are. I'm not going to try to mold you into someone that I can love. I am going to love you for who you are and I'm going to support you and encourage you and build you up and help you to be the better person that you want to be. I'm not going to try to change you. I'm going to love you. That's a healthy relationship. But we go from one to the other to the other and it's been made simple by dating apps and by social media and things like that where we can jump and we've got to slow down. Guys, I believe in a fast-paced world. I'm all about it. 
the idea of this podcast itself would it was a minuscule existence 10 years ago. The idea of TikTok, Facebook, you know, MySpace when it came out, uh, you know, all this technology is great. It is making our lives simpler and easier, but it, yet it is making it more complex. And the one thing that we can do within this dating idea is to slow it the fuck down. Take a step back. Enjoy the journey. Get to know that person and truly enjoy that person. And for those of you on social media, and I'm going to call you out. I'm going to call you out. <laughs> Be careful. Be careful about how much of your relationship you put out there on social media. Your relationship is sacred. It's yours. It's what you have with that other person. Not a single person on the face of this fucking planet is entitled or has the right to know what's going on in your relationship. Yes, it's cute. Yes, it's pretty. Yes, it causes people to feel good when you put stuff out there. It causes traction on social media and you gain followers and you gain support and you gain all those things. All of those things. But at what cost to you? What is sacred about your relationship if you allow everything to be out there? Keep it quiet. Keep it to yourselves. Fly below the radar. Let people see little glimpses and blips of your life. Think about it this way. The two, three, four, five, six hundred thousand million plus followers, even the 20 or 30,000 followers or 10 followers or 20 or 100 followers that you may or may not have on social media, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, whatever the case may be. If those pe if if social media was gone, how many of those people would catch only 10 to 20 minutes of your life in a lifetime? If social media wasn't there. Let them see a little bit. Encourage them. Show them that true love does exist. Show them that a healthy relationship exists. But also keep it sacred. Keep it between y'all. Love each other. Encourage each other. Have those adventures privately with each other. You don't have to share everything. Not a single one of us is entitled to seeing your adventures, your relationship, your quiet times, your fun. Nobody, nobody is entitled to that. So keep those things to yourself. Have fun with them. Enjoy them. Make those memories. Take those pictures. Take pictures that are just for you guys. You know, obviously the spicy pictures are just for you guys, but take those pictures that are just for y'all that nobody else sees that, you know, Instagram, Facebook, no, nobody sees. They're just yours. Hold it sacred, hold it close to your hearts. So this kind of rolls a little bit into that long distance relationship aspect. And, and keep in mind, guys, I'm not going to sit here and preach that long distance is, is the, the best thing since sliced bread. Um, I can certainly say that 
in the relationship that I have now, long distance has worked phenomenally. Um, it has been difficult at times to see each other because of COVID or because of just work uh, schedules and things like that. But we work around it and we, we think outside the box. The, the cool thing about a long distance relationship, if you'd allow a long distance relationship to be this way, the cool thing about a long distance relationship is that you can truly expand your creativity. So things like, uh, for instance, um, having date night, uh, doing a date while you're on FaceTime, watching the same movie together, eating the same meal. You both prepare the same meal. Um, you do it in with your own twist, your own spin um, on it. You both get the same wine or get the same drink or beverage or whatever. And, and you sit down on FaceTime and you have the meal together and then you watch a movie together, watch a TV show together, even play a game. Both of you buy the same game um, and you both have the same game and you play it with each other through the phone. Um, download the same app on the phone and have that time where you're, you know, you're on FaceTime, but you're playing the game together. Uh, if you're gamers um, and you enjoy the same video games, getting on and playing as a team together, you know, things like that, just really outside the box things. But then also it causes you to maximize the time that you have together when you are together. You know, thinking outside the box in, in, you know, having your phone conversations while you're, while, you know, the other one's driving to work or both of you are driving to work where you're just talking to each other on the phone then, or whatever the case may be, are, are kind of standard. But when I say outside the box, I'm talking like really outside the box. I, I had a couple that I talked to, both of them love to play golf. They would get on the phone with each other and be on the phone with each other on FaceTime while they both play golf in their perspective states or in their respective states, not perspective, respective states. So she played golf on her golf course. He played golf on his. They played it together. If let's say, um, you know, he was on a par five, she was on a par four. He would finish out the hole. She would wait to go to the next hole and they would do it together. They, they had mounts that they would put on the golf carts. They had a lot of fun. That's, that was their way of dating outside the box. You know, they're playing golf together, but it's on FaceTime. Um, that's just a, that's just a little example. You know, you both go to a go-kart facility and you both race, um, or you both go to batting cages or you go, both go play mini golf by yourselves, but on FaceTime, um, things like that. Those are ways that you can think outside the box. So what happens is when you do have that time together, you, you have a tendency to maximize it. Um, you've been on the phone, you've been talking, you've been doing dates, you're doing those things, but then you work together to maximize your date time. And, and to really maximize that time that you physically have in contact with each other. You know, one person is maybe more flexible on a weekend and it's not, well, I was there last weekend, you're there this weekend. It's truly, how can we see each other the most? What can we do to see each other the most? And then doing it. I'm going to say this and I'm going to be very, very, very careful in saying this, y'all. Before you start this long distance relationship before you get into any relationship, learn to have those deep conversations. Don't get halfway into it and go, Oh, well, what about X, Y, Z? What about religious preference? If that's important to you both, what about, 
Um, who's going to move where if it's long distance, those kind of things. You need to have those conversations right up front. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with them. If you're friends first, you can have those conversations without there being any expectation. See what I'm saying? When we go back to that friendship aspect, when we talk about that friendship aspect, if you're friends first, you'll have the conversation like, oh man, if I was in a long distance relationship, I'd have to have somebody move to me. I can't move. That's my case. I have my kids up here. I need to be close to them for the next few years. Um, I I don't I can't move. So I made that very clear. It's the same thing that you guys should do. But if you're friends, you can say, oh, yeah, well, I can't move and stuff. Oh, cool. Well, if that person can't move, then I shouldn't get in a relationship with them. Therefore, I'm not going to date them. So if they said, hey, do you want to date? I can just simply say, I would love to date you. But the reason I can't is because I can't move either. You know, you had mentioned before that you can't move. Neither can I. See, now you're not halfway into a relationship figuring this shit out. You're figuring it out right off the bat. Oh, you have kids. You can't move. I have kids. I can't move. I have a career that I have built up. I can't leave this company or I'm not willing to leave this company. That's what I'm talking about, guys, because if you're friends first, those are the conversations that are just natural friendship conversations that you could have around dating and feeling that other person out with no expectations before you get in a relationship. And they're like, well, then why did you waste my time in this relationship if you couldn't move anyway? That's what I'm talking about, y'all. Yet we get into these relationships and then we have these conversations and then our hearts are broken and then we have to heal and repair a broken heart versus, oh man, well, I really wanted to date them, but I guess that's not going to work. Guys, when we look at long distance relationships, especially those are things you need to talk about. But even in the close distance relationships, those are things you have to talk about. You have to. And if you can discuss those before you actually end up in a deep relationship with someone or even a marginally deep relationship with someone, you're going to save yourself a shit ton of headache and a shit ton of heartbreak. It's going to be a lot better off for both of you. So let's talk about those long distance relationships. How do you make them work? All right. So I'm going to tell you guys based on my experience, this is not... The universal for everyone. I have some very, very, very dear friends that are in long distance relationships or were and have made it work. And I have very dear friends that have been in them and they did not. The pitfalls of the ones that did not. um, Some of them were because, like I said, the prior conversations, others are reasons I do not know. Nor do I care to. But I will tell you, it's communication talking, being transparent with that person, just being open with them. Hey, this is the deal. This is what I'm dealing with. This is what I'm going through in my life. This is what has happened in my life, whatever, whatever, whatever. And this is, this is me. Um, the people that have made it work, let's talk about that because that's what we're going to focus on here. The people that have made it work, um, they strive to spend that time with each other. They take every moment as precious. They take every time they get to see each other, every time they get to talk to each other, they take all of that as precious and they, they value it immensely. 
Okay, so you see the videos of people meeting up with people in the airport where they hug and they jump into each other's arms. Guys, I'm going to flat out tell you right now, that ain't for that ain't for show. That ain't for show. That is for real. The time spent away from each other is hard. It's difficult. And when you see that person for the first time in weeks or even months, you're finally home. You know, it's kind of funny. I stopped referring to where I live as my home. It's my house. Because my home is where Alyssa is. That's my home. Because that's where my heart is. And it hurts missing her. And it hurts not seeing her because I miss my heart. And she has my heart. She is my heart. So when you see these people run and jump into each other's arms and they embrace each other and you see that just unreal, just absolutely raw love and desire and passion for each other, that's real. Because those people don't take for granted what people in close relationships take for granted so often. And I'm not saying all of you guys in close relationships do. I'm just saying when you can spend every other day or every couple of days with each other, or you see each other every couple of days, or you know that that person's 15 to 20 minutes down the road or whatever the case may be, you have a tendency to take for granted that time you have with each other. So for those of you who are in those close distance relationships, treat those with the same regard that people in long distance relationships do. Don't take that person for granted. Oh, I get to see them every so often. So eh. no, run and jump into their arms. Be excited. Be a child. Be excited to see your person. Show them that love. And maybe it's not in your wheelhouse to express love abundantly and overflowing out of cups but do it in your way to show them how much they mean to you just like the people in long distance relationships do when we are together in long distance relationships we have a tendency to lose our phones we have a tendency not to care about social media. We have a tendency not to care about those things because we actually have that person sitting in front of us. We have that person sitting across from us and we have that person in our arms that we have longed so long for to have. All relationships should be that way. Yes, there is times when you're together and you have to answer a phone call or a text message or whatever, but... Value the person's time that's sitting in front of you. There's a lot for people that can't do long distance relationships because that's not in their wheelhouse or they don't want to, etc. There's a lot to be learned even from people that are <coughs> excuse me, in long distance relationships and how they treat them and how they communicate. Communication 
in all of this, guys, is the theme that seems to be running um, throughout this whole podcast and that it, that communication has to exist. Just open up. Going back to that whole being broken, being damaged aspect, if you are damaged and you're willing to embrace who you are as a person and willing to make that healing process work and willing to do all those things to heal and to become better and become whole again, even though you may have cracks, they're filled with gold and they're beautiful and you embrace all that and you say, this is me, that's communication. This is me. This is who I am. If that person accepts you and loves you for who you are and you accept and love them for who they are and they've communicated who they are with you, then why can't you communicate? Dare I say there's no reason you can't. You can talk to each other. You can open up and you can express to each other how you feel. From the physical to the emotional to the spiritual, the mental aspects of your relationship, you can say, hey, this is what I'm thinking, and that other person respects it. They may not agree, but they respect it. Hey, this is what I'm feeling. They're willing to listen. Embrace what you're feeling and try to help you be better. That's the foundation of any relationship, long distance or, or close distance, or in some of my friends' cases, medium distance. That's what it's about, y'all. But we've got to take time to heal. We've got to take time to make ourselves whole again before we sit there and jump from one relationship to another because we're looking for instant fucking gratification of our broken souls. We've got to take time to heal, to grieve the prior relationship, to work through the stages of grief in that relationship and come out on the other side and go, I am okay. I am whole and I am well. Because then and only then do you see and appreciate your value of who you are as a person and you will no longer lower yourself and your value to date or be in a relationship with someone that does not deserve you. See, when we're broken, not damaged, when we're broken, we don't love ourselves enough to say, I am worth more than that. We'll say it all day long. You'll hear people say it all day long. You hear the, I am worth it. I am worth it. I'm worth this. I'm worth this. We're like, oh, okay, that's cool. You're saying it, but it doesn't fucking look like you believe it. You're you're saying words that your your mind and heart can't even fucking comprehend. But when you make you when you get to a point where your mind and your heart truly believe that, people that are not good enough for you, you'll recognize. You won't have a problem going, no, I'm not going to date you because I'm too good for you. You're not good enough for me. You may be good enough for somebody else, but not for me. And we, and, and that's how you get rid of the people that are going to bring you down. Then you also get to a point where not only are you saying you're not good enough for me because you aren't healed, you aren't fixed. 
you are a narcissist or a manipulator or a controller or whatever the case may be, you've got that going on. And then you can also look at people and go, you know what? You as a person is amazing, but you need to do work on yourself. And that person goes, okay, I will. I will prove to you. And I, whoa, no, 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 no. You have nothing to prove to me. You need to do it to yourself. And you can make sure those people don't waste your time because anybody who's changing for you and not for themselves is doing themselves a major, major disservice because if you were gone, they're going to go right back to their old ways. So those people, those people that kind of sound good, you'll be able to push them out of your rate, out of your life. And then you have, then you have the other group of people that come up and they say, Hey, I, I recognize you're broken. I'm broken too. I recognize that you're damaged. I'm damaged too. But I'm taking my broken pieces and I'm putting them back together. And you can say, that's awesome. That's amazing. I'm here for you. I'm here to be your friend. I'm here to stand beside you. I'm here to comfort you. I'm here to advise you. I'm here to help you just as much as you're here to help me. And then from that group of people, if you're looking for a relationship, if you're wanting a relationship, or even if you're not wanting a relationship from that group of people, will the best friendships, relationships, marriages, engagements, whatever come from that group, they will come because those are the people that say, Hey, I recognize that I've got little pieces laying on the floor and I'm picking them up and I'm gluing back together. But you know what? I'm beautiful and I'm amazing and I'm gorgeous and I'm incredible. And I'm okay with who I am as a person because I'm working on who I am and I will be whole again. I am whole again. And I'm, I'm polishing myself and I'm making myself better and better every day. And I will fall down and I will mess up. But you know what? I'm going to pick myself back up and I'm going to go forward. Those are the people that you want to surround yourself with. And once you have truly embraced the fact of who you are, you truly have grieved the, the prior relationships. You've truly worked through them. You've gone to counseling. You've gone to therapy. You've done all those type of things. And you're healing that those broken pieces. And you're becoming a damaged person, not a broken person. And you're fixing them. And you're gluing them back together and you're becoming a beautiful masterpiece. Then and only then will you find the person that's like that, that matches up to you and you are good together. Prior to that, all you're going to do is take your broken pieces and put them with somebody else's broken pieces and create a foundation that is weak, that is damaged. And when the storms of life come along, they will rip the fuck out of your relationship. That's what will happen. Mark my words. It happened to me time and time again until I fucking fix that. Question is, is are you? Are you going to fix that? Are you going to value yourself enough to say, hey, you know what? I'm okay with being alone right now because me being alone means me can work on me and me can be better. Me can be broken, but I'm not going to stay that way. I'm going to get those pieces collected up. I'm going to reorganize them. I'm going to glue them back together and then I can be damaged and then I can dry and heal. And, and you know, the glue can dry. I can heal. 
I can learn to love myself again, and then I can get to that strong point. And in the meantime, I'm not going to get in a relationship with someone because not only am I going to hurt them, not only am I going to hurt myself, but the foundation that I'm building it on itself is weak and is pathetic and it won't fucking work. And until I am no longer broken, until I am damaged, but healing until I stand strong, accept myself, love myself and embrace myself for who I am and know who I am, then and only then will I start dating someone. I challenge each and every single one of you to think about this. If I asked you right now to describe yourself in one sentence and you were to say, Josh, this is me. And it paints a picture for me of who you are as a person. What would that sentence be? If you cannot just rattle off that sentence to me right now, you don't know who you are. If you can't say, hey, this is this is who I am right here. Boom, done. You don't know who you are. You're still picking up pieces. Think about that in relationships, y'all. Think about that with dating relationships and with getting in a relationship with someone. Wouldn't you want to be with somebody that has that kind of confidence? Wouldn't you want to be with someone that can say, hey, this is who I am. And I love me. Because if I can love me, that means I can love you. If I can't love me, every bit of love that I give to you is empty. Because how in the world can I love someone else if I can't love myself first? How can I do that? And people are like, oh, well, I'm damaged and broken. I can love everybody else. I just can't love me. Bullshit. You don't even know what real love is then. Because true, real love is accepting the broken, damaged, hurt pieces along with the great and the amazing and the wonderful. Accepting and loving the scars, the cuts, the bruises, just as much as you love the positive, the happy, the joyful, the strong. And if you can't love that in yourself, how in the fuck can you love that in anybody else? Don't give me that fucking line. I'll call bullshit on you every day. That's what we're talking about here, y'all. Ladies, wouldn't you want to be in a relationship with a man that can stand there with his chin held high and say, you know what? I have fucked up and I'm okay with it because I've owned it. I'm paying the consequences for it or I've paid the consequences for it or I have fixed myself. I have worked on this. I have done this. This is who I am. I am this guy. I love my family. I love my country. I love my, you know, religious belief. I love hard. I love passionately, whatever it is. Wouldn't you want to be with a guy that's like that? Guys, guys, if you are intimidated, if you are intimidated by a woman that says, I am strong, I don't need you. I want you. I choose you, but I am strong. I am independent. I can stand on my own. My chin is held high. I am beautiful. I am amazing and I'm incredible. And I know who I am as a person. I know what I believe. I stand for my family. I love my children or I love my spouse or I love my friends, whatever it is. Wouldn't you want to be with that person and not intimidated by them? I think part of the problem 
that we have in today's society, especially, especially among men with strong women, is that men are intimidated by a woman that it does not have to lean on them. Guys, wouldn't you want to be in a relationship? Tell me, you know, which one you'd want to be in. Let's go with that. Tell me which one you'd want to be in. Do you want to be in a relationship where somebody says, I need you, I need you, I need you? Or do you want to be in a relationship with somebody who says, I choose you and I want you? I'd rather wake up next to somebody every single morning that says, I choose you today. I want you. And I only choose you. Because that person I know could stand on their own. I know that they could go out there and they could, their life would be just fine without me. If they had never met me, they were okay. I'd rather have that person in my life that says, no, but I choose to be with you. I choose to not live by myself. I choose to not do life by myself. I choose to do my life with you versus someone who says, I need you. I'm reliant on you. I have to have you. And I will fake everything I possibly can to make sure that you stay in my life so that I can get what I need. Because a person that says, I need you, will fake shit all day long in order for you to stay in their life. They will suppress things. They will lie to you. They will cheat on you. They will do all those things because they need you. Whereas the person that wants you goes, I could walk out right now, but I'm not going to because I choose to fight. I choose to argue. I choose to disagree, but I also choose to love. I choose to stand here next to you. I choose to pick you every single fucking time, no matter what, because I love you and I want you. The power of want far exceeds the power of need. Need is weak. Need is weak. It may appear strong, but it is weak. Want is powerful. Want is strong. And how in the world could you ever want someone else if you don't want yourself? Ladies and gentlemen, let me say that again. How in the world could you ever want someone else when you don't want yourself? And on top of that, how could you ever have the expectation that somebody would want you if even you don't want you? And I know it sounds harsh, but equate this to garbage. You do work around your kitchen. You make meals and you throw away stuff in the garbage. You throw away flour bags. You throw away lemon peels. You throw away... All those things, right? You throw them away. You put them in the garbage. You put them in the can outside. You take it to the street and it gets tossed in the dump. And what picks over that shit? The rodents. The bugs. The scourge of animals. 
picks over it. If you treat yourself and see yourself like garbage and you don't want it and you would throw it away, what makes you think anything good would want it either? You have to love yourself first. And if you're that person that's getting in a relationship with another person and you do not want or love yourself first, I beg of you to reconsider. I beg of you to work on you. Because why would you want to cause that person pain and hurt because you can't love yourself? And if you are that person that loves yourself and you are that person that cares about yourself and you've started talking to another person and they are giving you the red flags of I don't love me, then run away. Don't try to justify it. Don't try to sit there and say, oh, you know what? I'm going to stick by them and see if they fix it. No, you don't need to be in a relationship with them right now. They don't need to be in a relationship either. I've been saying this this whole fucking time. You don't need to be in a relationship with them. They don't need to be in a relationship with you. Once they are okay, then you do it. Once you're okay, you do it. Guys, take it back to the medical industry. The medical industry will not conduct a a surgery on you if you are sick. Let's say you were to go and have to have, I don't know, open heart surgery, right? If you even have so much as a cold, they won't do surgery on you. They can't make you better if you yourself aren't better. So why are you trying to have a relationship with someone who themselves can't even have a relationship with themselves? Think about it for a second, y'all. Think about it. And I'm not sitting here trying to break up relationships and I'm not trying to tell you guys to get divorced. And I'm not trying to tell you guys any of those things. All I'm saying is I'm answering the question is why is dating so hard right now? If you are in that phase and you are in that I'm looking for someone phase, this is for you. This podcast is for you. This is meant for you and you've got to get your shit straight. If you don't get it straight, that's just, you are you are really very seriously not thinking for yourself or for anyone else. It's funny. A lot of people call it, oh, well, I've, I've got to be selfish. You know, I got to work on me. How is that fucking selfish? That is selfless. Working on you is selfless because we all benefit because you are better. That's selfless. That's thinking of others. Guys, paradigm shift this for a second. I've got to be selfish. I've got to do me time. We all have to do me time. Equate it to your car. You go and you get your oil changed on your car regularly, right? If you don't do that, then your car fucking fails. You got to get your oil changed in your life every now and then. You've got to go on vacation. You've got to take your quiet time. You got to meditate daily or 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 semi-daily. You've got to do those things for you so that you're good for everyone else. We all benefit because you're good for yourself. If you're worn down and tired, we get worn down and tired because we're having to pick up your fucking slack. But if you are constantly maintaining yourself, if you are constantly doing things to help yourself be better, then guess the fuck what? We benefit too. It's the same thing in a relationship, y'all. You cannot get in a relationship if you are not good. You shouldn't. Because now you're causing that other person pain. You're causing them hurt. Think about this. You're not good. You get into the relationship. You're not good. See if this sounds familiar to anyone. And you move 
into that relationship and you're having a great time and you're having a ball and all of the the fun excitement of the beginning of the relationship starts to wear off and you're starting to get serious and you realize getting serious means you have to talk, which means you have to open yourself up and you have to disclose things about yourself. And then all of a sudden you don't want to do that because why? You have to expose your insecurities. You have to expose all those things that you haven't tried to work on that you don't embrace, that you don't love, that you don't care about. And you're like, oh, it's too hard. You get in a relationship and you kill it. You're done. Now you've caused the other person pain. You've caused yourself pain. Now everybody's unhappy. Everybody's not good because you yourself couldn't love you first. Sound familiar to anyone? Because that was me too. That was me too. But we sit there time and time again and repeat the process and we go, why is this the same as the last relationship? I keep getting in the same relationships. Keep finding the same guy. I keep finding the same girl. Yeah, you are because you're repeating the same fucking process over and over and over again. That's the definition of stupidity. Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results or insanity, either one. But it's, a, it, it's, it's the definition of that. It's stupid. It's, it's plain, flat out stupidity. It's insanity. Yeah, we sit there and we wonder why. We wonder why. Love yourself, y'all. Love yourself. Take what I said about the long distance relationships and learn to communicate. <clears throat> Those of you in a long distance relationship, communicate more. Like that, if you're in a short distance relationship. Think outside the box and be good for you. Be damaged, don't be broken. Be healed. Be beautiful. Embrace yourself. Love yourself, flaws and all. Know who you are. Know what you need to work on. And love yourself. It's okay to be alone. It is okay. Because that allows you to focus on you. I really appreciate you guys being here for this podcast. I know it's a lot. If you listen to this and you want to hear more, or if you want to put in requests for subjects on the podcast, definitely hit me up on Time Out with Josh on Instagram. And I will definitely, definitely work to put that in there. You guys have been fantastic. Love you guys. Remember, love yourself first. 